Book Alignment. I'm your host, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm Chief Prelate of um, Holy of Holy Lifestyles International Ministries, as well as Royal Priesthood Holy Nations Believers Fellowship International. I want to thank you for joining us on my daughter's podcast. Amen. Um, or prophetic or shift. Amen. None other than Apostle. Amen. Um, Dr. Robinson, um, very powerful woman of God, grace and peace be unto you. And to all the other saints, amen, Prophet um, Daphne Burden and Prophet Elnor Taylor, amen, who is joining us tonight. Amen. And uh, I'm looking forward to having a good time and sharing the word with the saints of God. Grace and peace, blessings and honor be unto each and every one of you in the name of Jesus. And today we're going to open up the word of God from Second Timothy's, Second Timothy, the fourth chapter. I'm trying to move some stuff out of my way here. i got so many Bibles before me. It's pitiful. Hallelujah, but it's a good thing. Second Timothy, amen. Um, hallelujah. Too many, too much is happening. Hallelujah. But anyway, thank you, Jesus. Second Timothy four one through five. Second Timothy four one through five. Amen. If you're there, say Amen. Hallelujah. And if you will say Amen every once in a while, so I know that my cell phone didn't drop because I don't know what's been going on lately, but my call amen. been dropping. <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to start at the first verse, and I'm going to read down to the fourth, and then I'm going to go to um, in the book of Thessalonians, and I'm going to read the 10th and 11th and the 12th verse of um, Second Thessalonians, the second chapter. But first, Timothy uh, 4, 1 through 5. Amen. And the reason that follow, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure 
affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry. Second Thessalonians. Bless God, the 10th verse through the 12th, um, second chapter, the 10th verse through the 12th verse. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusions, who that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who believe not the truth, and had no and had pleasure in unrighteousness. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your holy word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I'm asking you to possess me that I may be able to minister your word with power and clarity, and that the seed of your word would dwell in the deep rich soul of your people's spirit, that it revelate to their soul, which is their mind, their intellect, their reasoning, decision, emotion, feeling, and free will, to the point that it overflows in the physical, earthly realm, that near me know believe, not only believe, but know for surety that you have sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, who hung, bled, and died on the cross. Better yet, rose again on the third day with all power of heaven and earth in his hands. And send me back your precious Holy Spirit, who empower us to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God. And that miracle signs and wonders may be performed and divine healing. In the name of your holy child, Jesus, now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray. And let the body of Christ say amen. Bless you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to talk to you all about. Uh, don't compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, so many people are taking this gospel for granted, trampling under their feet the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord is holding all of us accountable um, to handle his word with a pure heart. God desires his babies to be well-trained, to be milked until they are able to eat meat. Uh, it is our duties as leaders, whether you're an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, or overseer, um, to remember Jesus about the body of Christ with his own blood. He purchased us all. We don't belong to ourselves. He purchased us all with his own blood on the cross. So we don't even own ourselves. But yet, 
we are like we own everything, including his church, my church, my member, my ministry. When the books of Acts 20, 28 say he purchased it with his own blood, his own blood. It was a horrific price that Jesus paid for us. And we must take this gospel very serious. And Jesus didn't halfway do anything. He paid a horrific price for us. Looking at the word, especially in the book of Thessalonians, where um, we can see that with and with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish. Now, we've got some preachers perishing in the pulpits, all the way down to the baptisms. I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, but it's the truth anyhow. Because they receive not the love of the truth. They receive not the love of the truth, the love of the truth. From the very beginning of creation, sense of God, the central issue in man's relationship with God has been either his disregard of the word and truth of God or his love for them. This is also the pivotal issue in the last days of this age, saints. Salvation will be uh, will be realized only by those who have faith in Christ, maintain a vibrant and sincere love for the truth. Help me, Holy Ghost, who believes with unwavering conviction what God has said, and who rejects all new revelations or teaching that conflict with the truth. And those who want to continue to play with God, our Bible did say God will send them a strong delusion. Hallelujah. He's talking about in these last days. He will send them a strong delusion. He will send them uh, false apostles, strong delusion. False prophets, strong delusions. False evangelists, pastors, and teachers, strong delusions. False bishops, elders, overseers, strong delusions. False deacons, yeah, you too, strong delusions. False saints, strong delusions. Now, this is God sending it. Now, nobody trying to uh, 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 speak a curse on you. But keep playing with God and his word, those of you who are. Those who are not, I salute you. I reverence you. I love you. Keep up the good work and hold up the bloodstained battle. Preach the truth. Amen. I honor you. But remember, this is apostolic alignment. 
some things need to be aligned so God can open up the churches around the world again. And whether he open up the building, it does not stop us from fellowshipping and coming together. Amen, saints. He was in a strong delusion after the removal of the restraint and the rebelling of the son of uh, the man of sin, the son of perdition. There will be no more opportunity for salvation for one particular group of people. Why is this? This group consists of all those inside or outside the church who, after adequately hearing the truth of God's word, have willingly and intentionally refused to love the truth and chosen instead to take pleasure in the wickedness of this world. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. And this is what's been going on for the past 50 years in our congregations. It's been a slow build-up, slow build-up. I even remember as a child, ministers were falling. Slow build-up. Now we see false doctrine in a lot of our congregations. They preach the truth, and there's no power, no anointing. Um, when was the last time you seen Brenda eyes open in your local congregation? Physical now. I'm not talking about just the light turn on and you caught the revelation. When was the last time somebody was pulled up out of a wheelchair in your congregation? What about somebody dead come back to life in your congregations? These things not happening where well, something is wrong. It is not God either. It is you. It is me. If it's not happening, it's not God's fault. Because you say you should do the things that I do and greater. It is your fault. We keep playing these word games. And God just don't speak. He takes action. He's an action-packed superhero of our lives. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah, Jesus. God will send those individuals a strong delusion so that they may never again have the opportunity to, 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 to believe the truth they refuse to love. They are forever doomed to believe a lie. They claims, uh, for example, they, uh, the claims of the man of sin. A lot of them is already in that condition now. They play with God so much, there was neither hot or cold, that Jesus spewed them out of his mouth, which means you can hear the word and it don't even have no effect. 
You can preach the word that doesn't even have an effect on you. You're just numb. You just, there's no conviction. You're going through religious rituals, like the high priest, like the scribes and the Pharisees in Jesus' days. If the word don't stomp on your toes, that means that God, uh, you might you might want to check your spiritual life. Especially if you've been out there slipping and tipping and dipping, having a wife and a girlfriend, a wife and a boyfriend, a husband and a boyfriend and a husband and a girlfriend in the church house, profit lying for money, claiming that you saw something that you didn't, lying on the Holy Ghost. And he's the spirit of truth, and you got the audacity to say, Thus says the spirit of the Lord. You know how how deep we get. Thus says the spirit of the Lord. When you're saying, Thus says the spirit of the Lord, you're really saying, Thus says the Holy Spirit. And he's the spirit of truth. He's not the spirit of a liar. And when you say, Thus says the spirit of the Lord, and God didn't say nothing. The Holy Ghost didn't say nothing. Now you're making the spirit of truth the spirit of a liar, which he cannot be. Therefore, you blasphemed the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, written in red, said, anybody blasphemed the Holy Ghost, there is no forgiveness. Thus says the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit is the Holy Spirit. When you say the Spirit of the Lord... You're dooming yourself. God didn't say it. And folks handing over to strong delusion, believing them lies, because they won't study to show themselves approved unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Hmm. Somebody say, help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Holy Ghost. I'm over to Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Huh. God's purpose in sending the strong delusion so that they may be that they might be damned saints. Therefore, for those who have heard and understood the word, God's word here yet did not love and receive his truth, but chose instead to have pleasure in sin, there remained no more sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful looking for, for of judgment, saints. Salvation during the days of the tribulation will be offered only to those who never had an adequate opportunity to receive the knowledge of the truth or to hear and understand the gospel. Those who uh, proclaim the gospel during those days will include the 144,000 after the rapture of the Lord Jesus Christ of Israel. Now, uh, uh, um, we have to understand that many is handed over to be reprobates now 
and believe in strong delusions now, even though the, we are not raptured out of here yet. Many have 666 written in their hearts. They ain't even got the chip yet because it got to be in your heart before you take a chip. Oh, you don't hear me. Before somebody take a chip and be doomed after the rapture of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, before a person take a chip and seal the They have to have a chip in their heart. That's why we can't afford to compromise the gospel. Don't compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure when you preach the word, you preach a sound doctrine under the unction of God's Holy Spirit because without the Holy Spirit, you have no anointing. And it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Christ paid a horrific price for our salvation. We have to understand these scriptures. We can't afford to allow our sons and our daughters and our associates, uncles, aunties, brothers, sisters, church congregation, uh, uh, disciples to go to hell for misunderstanding the, the scriptures or sitting under the wrong ministry. But they all might be damned who believe not the truth and had pleasure in unrighteousness. Taking pleasure in unrighteousness. They had pleasure in unrighteousness. While loving not the truth, hallelujah, they have pleasure in unrighteousness, will be the deciding factor in God's judgment in the last days. Those who are to experience the wrath and tribulation of God will be those who did not love the truth and therefore participated in and uh, entertain themselves with evil and immorality. And they will be abandoned to demonic deception, and the power of darkness, and divine justice. Those experience condemnation during the uh, days of the Lord will include not only unbelievers, but also those guilty of apostasy, you know, leaving the gospel, the great falling away, the apostasy from um, the true faith, those that stopped believing and left the Lord, in other words, backsliders. They, they choose to enjoy sin instead of enjoying God and refuse to take a stand against the immorality of these last days, they participate in them. They have videotapes all on Facebook of preachers. Sometimes these prostitutes have Facebook pages, and they try to befriend you. And they got another link, hallelujah, so that you can watch their porn 
another link on their page. Click here if you want to see how naughty I can be. I just delete them. But one time the Lord led me to look to see who were their friends. If you would have seen as many preachers that was friends with these with these prostitutes, they wasn't witnessing either. There wasn't no God bless you on that. They may not out somebody. Did my call drop? Amen. They weren't being homies. I mean, uh, 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 witnesses. <laughs> Jesus. There was witnessing uh, a lustful movement, but they weren't being witnesses of Christ. And some of them married. I wonder if his wife knows that he is friends with sister prostitute, sister porn. Hmm. My God. It's the truth. And then they want to lay hands on you and, and transfer that demon on you. That's why you got to be careful what preacher lay hands on you, saints. Don't let anybody just lay hands on you. Pray for Amen. me from over there. That, that, that'd be good enough for me, preacher. Because I discern some, but pray for me over there. You just wave your hand in the air. Unless I know your integrity, the fruit of your spirit. I know no man after the flesh, the Bible says. Know them after the spirit. If I don't know you after the spirit, don't come over here to get be grown and try to lay your hands on my head. You might get embarrassed. I'll be honest with you. Throughout the history of the church, hallelujah, some have always refused the love of sound doctrine. Yet, as the end draws near, hallelujah, uh, the situation is growing worse. Uh, even as First Timothy 4 and 1 had declared, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time uh, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of devils. We're talking about the last days. What days are we in, the last? We can't hop, skip, and, and, and tip through the tulips anymore. Your soul, is, your eternal soul is at stake. In other words, saints, they will not endure sound doctrine. Many will profess to be Christians, gather at churches, appear to reverence God, but will not tolerate the original New Testament apostolic faith or biblical demands to separate from worldly unrighteousness. Saints of God, the, the Holy Spirit has explicitly revealed that in the latter time there will be a falling away both from a personal faith in Christ Jesus and from spiritual truth. 
there will appear within the church ministers who are highly gifted and, and mightily uh, anointed by God. Some will accomplish great things for God and preach gospel truth effectively, but they will depart from the faith and gradually turn to seducing spirits and false doctrine. And because of their former yesterday's anointing in the past and the zeal for God, they will mislead many from Christ. Oh, don't compromise the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Many believers will fall away from the faith because they will fail to love the truth and resist the sinful trends of these last days. Thus, the, 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 the distorted gospel and compromising ministers and educators will find little resistance in many churches, hallelujah. And, and since God, what's really sad is that the popularity of unbiblical teaching will be primarily the result of Satan's directing his, his demonic host in a more intensified opposition to God's work. Uh, the second coming of Christ will be uh, preceded by a greater intensity uh, of Satan's spiritism and uh, the occult, um, demon possession and uh, demonic deception in the world and in the churches. Thanks to God, don't compromise. Do not, please, I'm begging. Don't compromise the gospel of the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Know this for a surety. The believer's protections against such deception involve utterly loyalty to, to God and his inspired word and the knowledge of, uh, and the knowledge that men of great charisma and anointing can be deceived and then deceive others with their mixture of the truth and error. Um, this awareness must be accomplished, hallelujah, by a true desire within the believer's heart to do the will of God and to walk in righteousness and the fear of the Lord. Huh? We as faithful believers must not think that, 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 that because apostasy is prevalent within Christianity during these last days, that authentic revivals cannot occur, uh, or evangelism according to the New Testament pattern cannot be successful. Our God has promised that during the last days he will have all who call upon his name to separate themselves from the perverse generation, and he will pour forth his spirit upon all flesh, upon all who believe in, upon all who call upon his holy name. Thanks of God, don't compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Don't be discouraged, saints, because we are warned that they will, they shall 
turn away their ears from the truth. We've been warned. There's nothing new about it. Hallelujah. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting God. The Lord lets us know that that sound biblical preaching from the man of God will no longer be endured or tolerated by many within the churches. And those who will turn from the truth will want sermons that demand less than the truth apostolic uh, than the true apostolic doctrine of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They will not accept God's holy word when it speaks of repentance, uh, sin, uh, damnation, and the necessity of true holiness and separation from the world. Uh, though after their uh, uh, though after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers. Uh, these professing believers will not seek true apostolic uh, leaders according to the standards of God's word, but will seek those who conform to their own uh, self-seeking and worldly lustful desires. Uh, they will choose preachers with gifts of oratory, the ability to entertain and, 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 and a message that reassures them that they can remain a Christian while living according to the flesh. <laughs> Help us, Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit warns all those who remain faithful to God and submit themselves to his word to expect persecution and suffering for righteousness sake. Um, Second Timothy uh, 3.10, hallelujah, uh, through 12 declares that, but thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecution, afflictions, which came to me at Antioch. This is Paul talking now. At Iconium, at Lystris, what persecution I endured. But out of them all the Lord delivered me, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Saints, look in the mirror and tell yourself, get ready. If you're going to hold on to God, get ready for the persecution. Get ready for the affections. You're going to be challenged. You're going to be lied on, talked about, possibly jumped. And, and God is the one going to have to take revenge on them because they're not attacking you. They're attacking Christ who lives in you. Remember, you don't own yourself. He was purchased with the blood. They didn't touch what was yours. They, they touched what was his. That's why he said, touch not my anointing. Do my prophets no harm. All Christians are anointed. True ones anyway. Amen, somebody. Amen. Uh, though we must, though we must face persecution in one form uh, or another, it's inevitable. 
for those who desire to live godly, a godly life in Christ Jesus our Lord. A loyalty to Christ, his truth, and his righteous standards involve a constant resolve not to compromise our faith or yield to the uh, 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 foolish voices calling for believers to conform to the world and to lay aside spiritual truths. We can't indulge in that because of their uh, godly standards, the faithful will be deprived of privileges and advantage and will hallelujah and be ridiculed. They will experience grief at seeing godliness rejected by the majority as we as leaders in the church should all ask ourselves, and I mean and we need to ask ourselves, have I suffered persecution because of my commitment to live holy before the Lord, or is my lack of suffering is a sign that I have not stood firmly for the righteousness for which Christ had died? Well, you want to ask yourself that question one more time? I'm glad you do. I'm going to read the question out to you one more time. Have I suffered persecution because of my commitment to live holy before God? Or is my lack of suffering? Is a sign that I have not stood firmly for righteousness for which Christ died. Can you handle persecution? Or do you still cry and boo hoo hoo? He talked about me, and I'm the pastor. Who you think you are talking to? I'm the pastor. Don't you know I can curse you? Please sit down. It's your job to be talked about. It's part of your ministry. Blessed are ye. Though what Jesus said, when men revile you and persecute you and say a manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice in this thing. Then he told us why. Rejoice, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets which were before you and I. Not get all boastful, big-headed, prideful, with that religious smirk on your face. Sit down until you get it right. That's why folks don't want to even serve Christ because of foolish bootleg preachers. Sit down. Until you master the fruit of the Spirit, the love of God, out of love and kindness and tender mercy have I drawn them unto me. 
Not a smirk and a jerk. Sit down. Do yourself a favor before you bust here wide open and get it right with God. Don't compromise this gospel in your walk, in your talk, how you treat people, how you look. You can't tell me you're a holy preacher, ladies, and you got to split all the way up to your hip and trying to preach the gospel. Sit down. Profit line for money. Sit down. Sleeping with the sheep. Sit down. Sit the heck down. And quit playing with God's babies. That's so dangerous. Sit down. Love yourself. Sit down. Because you don't love yourself playing with God's babies. You don't love yourself at all. That's not loving yourself. That's dangerous. Stop compromising this gospel in your conduct, in your fruit. Not just out of your mouth, in your lifestyle. Please don't compromise the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ah, in spite of what we go through, you call us out of hell and the high water. Don't compromise it. Don't, 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 don't. I'm begging. Don't compromise it in the name of Jesus. As ministers, we accept that God, written word, must be the ultimate guide to truth and practice it. We must use God's word given by the Holy Spirit as our full and sufficient guide by which to judge what we believe and do. Don't compromise the tendency within some churches to, to form doctrine and practices and new truths on subject experiences and miracle success. Hallelujah. Man-centered goals or man-made uh, theories uh, without solid scriptural authentication will be one of Satan's chief means of deception in the apostasy of these last days. Don't compromise. Don't compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm begging. Pay attention. Observe the current affairs and line it up to the word. We already see it. The mothers against the daughters, the daughters against the mothers, the fathers against the sons, the sons against the fathers, the plagues that's been coming out, the violence that's in the street. The lying political figures, whether they Democratic or Republican, they all lies. And we put our faith in them instead of the God who controls them. We want to talk about Trump and we want to talk about Biden. We want to talk about Obama. Well, the power that be is ordered by the Lord. Who are we to fight who God put in, in office? 
You better pray for who God put in office, regardless if it's Republican or Democrat. You better pray. Quit compromising and having a bad attitude. Your fruit get bad talking about Donald Trump. Your fruit getting bad talking about, about Biden. Get an attitude and need to repent. Even David had enough sense not to talk about Saul when Saul was trying to kill him. Saul was even trying to kill him. Threw a jacket at him, a spear, chased him off through the caves and dens, and David would not touch him. And we got the audacity as saints of God. God, instead of praying for our leaders like the Bible commanded us to, to talk about a slander, don't even know, ain't been there, ain't been in the office with him, ain't shook his hand, ain't been in company with him, and nothing, and, and just study slandering the man, regardless of what he say or do or don't do, still slandering. All because. And I'm glad, and I'm glad. We better quit slandering who God put in office. We can't do that. We pray for who's in office. Lord, bless them to make the right decisions. They have a history, but God, bless them to make the right decisions. Because none of us have always been saved. I know I was a heathen once upon a time. Are we praying, saints? Are we interceding? Are we welling before God? Are we on the threshing floor? Are we pushing back the plates? Huh, America? Whether you're black, white, Chinese, Japanese, I don't care who you are. I'm going to tell you the truth. Stop fighting the power that be. Pray on it, and God will remove what is not like him. Pray on it. Because the more we complain, strategically Satan is placing the Antichrist in position while we're complaining and being divided. Because our house divided against itself cannot stand as long as there is division amongst the saints. Not the heathens, the saints. Knows their division amongst the saints. It empowers the enemy because we are the watchmen. We are the leaders. We are the ones that have this dutiful, exuberant power inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit. And we're so busy complaining and talking about folks who's in office, who's not, that we turn against one another because uh, 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 someone might be a Republican and someone might be a Democrat when they're all liars. 
shouldn't even matter. What matters the unity of the church, the love that the church has one towards another in the fear of the Lord. Of the church, the unity, we cannot compromise anymore. We cannot be foolish anymore. Learn to love on purpose, even the unlovable. Don't compromise your faith, your soul, your spirit to bust here wide open. Stop it. Pray for that mean boss. Pray for that snappy wife and that snappy husband. Pray for those rebellious kids. Pray for that mean boss. Pray for the crazy politicians that's in power, whether they're the president, vice president, secretary of state, uh, uh, in the Senate, the congressman. Pray! Well! Snap! Cry! From the sincerity of your heart! And stop compromising by throwing your fruit out the window, talking about them like dogs. See, God did not tell us to talk about them like dogs. He told us to pray for the leadership. Pray for that pastor. If you got you a strong one, you better pray for him. Pray for him. Pray, pray. Keep him under the blood of Jesus. Keep them under the blood. Pray. Plead and apply the blood of Christ. Pray. Study your word. Pray. Meditate on the word. Pray. Speak the word over your family. Pray. Don't compromise. We have to close, saints. It's like Jesus got the trumpet in his hands. It's like Christ had the trumpet in his hands. Ready to hand it off to him, say, blow it. But are you truly ready? Are you rapture ready? Are you changed in the twinkling of an eye ready? Are you ready to truly meet the Lord in the air? Or will you be left here to go through the tribulational period that we talked about? Are you really ready? Really, really? Really, really, really? Don't compromise the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't. You pay the horrific price for the anointing that you do have. What little bit that we have. We pay the horrific price just to get this far. There's no use to turn around now. 
don't fall into those strong delusions that are soon to hit the earth. And some got hit with it already. Because God is turning folks over to strong delusion. The Bible said the Bible said that God will do this. We read it. It says Second uh, 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 Thessalonians eleven for this cause God shall send them strong delusions. He didn't say the devil sent the strong delusions. He said God did it. Oh God is love. He won't do that. Yes, He will. He just said it right there in the Word. Don't compromise. Because God will let you believe a lie all the rest of your days of your life when you're playing with his gospel. Because he sees everything. Everything. He sees it in your heart before your actions takes place. So let's allow Christ in our hearts and in the hearts of our mind, in our spirit and in our soul. Let's possess the mind of Christ. Let's have his attitude. I must be about my father's business, not my flesh business, not the world's business, but kingdom business. Don't compromise. Please, the thousands of you that are listening under the sound of my voice, please, 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 don't compromise the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If I lose house, car, wife, children, uh, friends, uncle, auntie, cousins, bye. But I can't afford to lose Jesus. I can't afford to lose him. So let's not compromise. We can lose everything else. And some of the stuff they reduce may hurt. Family member. Spouse. Job. All these things hurt. All those things hurt. But it's the eternal doom to lose Christ. That's not our portion. Hell was not made for you. Hell wasn't made for me. Christ paid the the, the price on the cross through the beat down. Every bone in his body was out of joint, crowned with thorns. 
carried out all the other cross of Calvary's mountain. Prayed and forgave us. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Died and rose again with all power, heaven and earth in his hands. And sent us back a guide, a comforter, the teacher, the Holy Ghost who lives in the body reside in us, who empower us to live the life of Christ, just like Christ on this earth. To be a witness like Christ's witness in this earth. To win souls to the Father in his name in this earth. And he's given us a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow things in heaven, things on earth, and things beneath the earth. Every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of the Father. You have the greatest power that lives inside of you that the world has ever known. It's not the nuclear powers. It's not the president or the kings of the earth. You have the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you. You have Christ living in you. You are seated in heavenly places. And you promise to be taken to heaven. Let's not compromise this gospel and miss out. It is your home. It's my home. We're just pilgrims passing through. That's what you forgot that you are, saints of God. This is not your home. You've got some nice stuff here, but it's not your home. You're pilgrims passing through, even as Abraham was. Get unattached to this mess and get attached to God in his holy word, attached to his Holy Spirit, and most definitely to his Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. The floor is open for any comments at this time. The floor is open for any comments at this time, in Jesus' name. Just a few of us online, so... Amen. 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 Praise God. I just want to say that was so rich and powerful and so delightful to know that in these days and this time that we have to not compromise. We have to not put ourselves in that place and compromise this thing for the world, and who are we for? Is we really for Christ, or is we just kidding ourselves? And I just thank God for the richness, the fullness of him using you and bringing his word in full clarity. Because as I was listening, it was like, wow, seeing myself in that place and position, and what am I compromising? And am I doing the full of what God has for me to do and where I'm lacking? And this is the time and place and season that we got to get fullness in the place 
and be ready. So are we ready? Saints, are we ready? Persecution, mm-hmm. that is. Are we ready, saints, for the trials and tribulations? Are we really ready? Because mm-hmm. it's that we need to grab a hold of God, grab a hold of each other. And where the three four quarters are not easily broken. And we have the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. And assembling mm-hmm. myself together, we can stand. We can stand in the faith. Amen. being the faithless, that we care for one another. And we are standing and got your back behind one another. No safety. This is real. We've got to be real for each other. That's where and that's for our family. And then in the world. My life with you was you were breaking it down about all the governors, all the presidents, everybody. It's not for us. Because they don't want this kingdom to go. Amen. And I love that you said so powerful, and it is so true. We got to quit criticizing the president and everybody that's listening. We got to pray for because if we was all, not include me, you, or anybody else, the whole Christianity, if we was all free, it is on the wall. Not saying that we all ain't now. Doing our part, being praying together for the world, it would be better. But it's Amen. so we need to see it. Keep ourselves in the world. Keep ourselves ready and in position. Because the Lord said, be ready in and out of season. And as we be prepared for this, as this election coming. And soon as is the election day, everything is prepared and started. And we better be suited, booted, girded up with our armor on and ready with the sword in our hand. Amen. And so, Amen. truly thank God for this word and thank God for you bringing it out with so much love and compassionate emphasis of truth. In it that was just rich and powerful. Amen. Amen. Give God the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Prophet Daphne, do you have any words, woman of God? You just a few of what's on the line. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> Amen. I enjoyed I enjoyed the words. Um, I think what a lot of people need to hear out there and what they really need to know is that the church, as you were saying, is not an organization. It's not a place for meeting up, and it's not a place for people dating. It's not a playhouse. It's actually there to lead people into a relationship with Christ and to walk with Christ in these last days. Christ is holy, and so we need to teach people to be holy and walk like Christ in holiness. 
because holiness is still right. And without holiness, you will not see the kingdom of heaven. So you've got pastors, people that are going to church for the wrong reason. And like you always say, apostate, got a girlfriend, got a boyfriend, got a chick on the side. Because to them, it's an organization. And for people that have never been saved, that don't know Christ, need to know that this is not it. That's, 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 that's not how it works. That's not a church. That's not what church is about. Church is about the pastor leading people to Christ as he as he follows Christ or she follows Christ and walking in a relationship, holiness. Right. And then the Lord will blow the Lord will blow their mind. Their mind will be blown with an experience like never before. And that's what people need to hear out there that don't know Christ. That you have not experienced love until you have experienced the Lord's love, phenomenal love. There's no words that can describe that kind of love. Amen. 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 Uh, uh, you have any words? <laughs> I had to catch myself. I had to catch myself. <laughs> I had to, you know, we were talking about don't compromise. Don't compromise. Yes, indeed. Amen. Um, you know, I lived a life as a compromised Christian for a long time. I didn't know it. I thought it was okay because that's all I had saw. And by me being the daughter of a minister, I spent a lot of time with ministers. And I saw them for who they really were. And it almost killed the love that I had for God as a child. It almost killed it. And I had an experience with the Lord. And I can remember just crying out to him saying, God, I want to be real. I want to be really saved. I I don't like what I saw. I didn't want to be named among them. And when I cried out to God, in that way, it changed my life forever. It did something to me. And so I'm just thankful to God that even with all of the junk that I was seeing, I still knew right from wrong. And it was something about what I was seeing. I just... I just didn't believe that that was God. You know what I mean? I just, Amen. I was like, Lord, it got to be more. It has to be more to you than this. It has to be more to serving you than this. And that's when I realized that it had nothing to do with the physical churches that are all across the world. Truly, the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is without wall. 
And in the places where I never thought I would find him, I found him. And I just thank God because if you really, truly are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, you will be filled. The church has a great Amen. responsibility to support the love of God. I love the young woman who spoke right before me just now. I love what she said. I can identify with what she's saying to the utmost. And I just thank and praise God just for the transformation that is taking place in the lives of believers. And thank you. Uh, we weren't able to be on the whole time with you tonight uh, because we are in traveling. But thank you for being consistent and sharing the gospel. You know, Apostle Tate, I really appreciate you for being my brother in Christ. I cannot put into words how much I appreciate your integrity to the word of God. God bless you all who are on the line. Amen. I'm so humbled in the name of Jesus. And I tell everyone, he's all I have, he's all I've got, he's more than enough. And it's a humbling experience serving Christ, especially when he shows you your face first. Yeah. You know, when he shows you you, because yeah. he showed me some me. And a lot of the stuff that he showed me about my stuff, I didn't like. You ain't gonna like it. <laughs> you know, no. And I had to make some changes. Yeah. And I thank God for those changes. I remember as a baby Christian, you know, I compromised a lot of stuff. And as a baby preacher, you know, I was struggling with some stuff, you know, years back. I mean, some 35, 30, 35 years back. You know, and I had to really dig in the Word. And when I found myself in that Word, and then that Word was boxing me out. Boy, it was slicing me left, right, up, down, all around, was dicing me like a ginzu. I mean, I saw myself. And I had to make some changes because the leaders was like, as long as you repent, you're all right. Well, it wasn't true repentance because I didn't ever stop. And they didn't say, stop. Sit down. And that what was needed. But the Lord taking his time. Amen. And he spoke to my spirit to correct Rodney. I didn't say Apostle Tate. I said, Rodney, and I thank God that he has corrected me. It's a humbling experience. Amen, saints. Hallelujah. Anybody want to volunteer and pray and dismiss us? Uh, Tabitha does. 
Come on, Talis. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for everything you got for us. We thank you for getting, thank you for giving us food every day, our, our table, the shoes on our feet, the clothes on our back, and the roof over our head. We thank you for giving us everything we need, and we thank you for giving us nice, nicely, nicely treatment. So we thank you, Lord. It just treats us right like we're your child, and we think, like your brother and sister. And we thank the Lord for treating us right. We died on the cross for our sins. We just thank you for today and a possible take to spend. In the name of Jesus, God of God, amen. Amen. And as we uh, thank you for the beautiful prayer, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And uh, and as we always say, I love you brand new in the name of Jesus. And, and there's nothing you can do about it but love me back. Love you all. Hey. Good night. She is so precious. You guys be blessed.